Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Rebound. My name is Victor, and I am here with Phil over at the Say What You Like, Say What You Feel station over on Anchor, and just wanted to welcome him to the, the discussion tonight as we talk about the LA Clippers. So how's it going, Phil? Good, good, man. How are you doing, Vic? Doing great. Thank you. Do you want to go ahead and just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and then about your uh, station or podcast as well? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so definitely, I've been on Anchor since the NBA playoffs started, and it kind of just grew. I think around the same time, you know, I started seeing you pop up, and it's just been fun. And before that, uh, last season, I actually started doing an NFL weekly podcast with my partner, Eric Hernandez, and we just covered everything in the NFL, uh, pretty much going, you know, going in-depth on all the teams and all the major matchups. And, uh, you know, it's just been a lot of fun lately, so it's great. You know, I really like this Anchor thing. You meet a lot of cool people. It's it's really good networking thing, and I really like it. Awesome, man. That's, um, that's really cool. Yeah. Is So are you hosting your podcast out of the Anchor app, or are you doing that separately? Out of the Anchor app? I kind of just want to have like my daily thoughts and I have kind of like just short episodes and uh, just talking about the latest news and thoughts. But as the NFL season goes, I want to have a more organized weekly podcast covering things like the NFL power rankings, like the top 10 teams, uh, maybe the top fantasy players. You know, we do a a segment on there called um, true or false, where we just throw out some NFL statements, and we're basically giving our thoughts on whether those are true or false. So we do a lot of fun things, but on Anchor, I just try to keep it simple daily topics. Cool. Awesome. So as we dive into the Clippers discussion here, is there anything you wanted to talk about first before we kind of talk about last yeah. week's results? Yeah, definitely. You know, when you asked me if I would be interested in coming on the Daily Rebound, And talking about a team, the first one that came to mind was the L.A. Clippers. I'm an L.A. guy. I literally live one block outside of the L.A. border. And I'm constantly at every L.A. Laker, L.A. Clippers game. So I'm really big in the L.A. basketball world over here. I'm really, I follow it really closely. Um, But actually, in my youth, I was a Charlotte Hornets fan. So I really wasn't a true Clippers fan until... I would I want to say about 1993 or so because I really liked the team that uh, that was with Louis Vaught and uh, Danny Manning and they were coached by Larry Brown. That was a underrated team back then. So that's how far back my love for the Clippers goes. Nice, <laughs> nice, uh, very cool. So man, you've been to both Lakers and Clippers game. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah, how many? I'm like many five weeks? minutes away from the Staples Center. Wow, that's that's so cool. How many games <laughs> did you get to go to last season? Last season, I actually only went to two, and that's a down year because I try to get to every single, at least every single Lakers-Clippers game, and then I try to throw in a couple of random games. Like, for instance, I think the year before I went to Clippers-Bucks, and I'll go, I think I went to Lakers-Nets over here. But I always try to catch some random games, but for sure I'm always booking Clippers versus uh, Lakers. Oh, that's awesome. And I wanted to ask you about last season's results with the Clippers and the way things played out with Blake and Chris Paul getting injured again in the playoffs this last season. What were your thoughts on the way things went? 
as a Clippers fan and follower, it's it's nothing new. I mean, this injury bug didn't just begin with the Lob City version of the Clippers. This injury bug has been around since the 80s and the 90s, before I was even following the team. You know, they had Norm Nixon back in the day. They traded for Norm Nixon, and he got injured. Danny Manning and his infamous ACL tear. So the whole Blake Griffin and CP3 thing is nothing new. So I can't say I was completely shocked, but again, it's just you're used to being disappointed as a Clippers fan because it seems like no matter what, their stars always get injured. And honestly, last year was no different. Yeah, it's unfortunate the way things have just played out the past few seasons. I was really hoping to see Blake and Chris Paul get to at least the Western Conference Finals. And unfortunately, they weren't able to make that happen, you know. And I think that they've really changed. Well, they really did last year. They changed the way that they played. I I really missed the Lob City days because that was really fun to watch. But Me too. Now without Chris Paul on the team, what do you think is going to happen now? Like, or actually, what were your thoughts on Chris Paul leaving? I was kind of shocked that Chris Paul left, but apparently the rumors around here was they didn't want to give him that super max deal, so he was out. But I have to admit, I think Chris Paul really handled the departure with grace because he could have just left on up and went to Houston but he actually allowed the Clippers to get something back in return. And I don't think that trade really wound up too bad for the Clippers. I mean, they did get Patrick Beverly. I think he's an underrated player, plays great D. Um, He played the Lakers last season, and I think he almost dropped the triple-double on them. So I I think he's a good player, and it's just nice they got him along with Lou Williams. And I just feel like that was that last final assist that Chris Paul made for the Clippers, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't really see that happen too often nowadays. I had, that was really nice of him to get a trade package in place with the Clippers and the Rockets and, and for him to be willing to do that and not just leave for nothing. Most NBA players do end up leaving and don't really give two more <laughs> sense about their their last No, they don't. They huh? on. We just saw it's a cutthroat Hayward. business. Yeah, yeah, we just saw Gordon yeah. Hayward kind of just walk away from Utah without them getting anything in return. And they I heard right. they were even asking his agent to try to do a sign-in trade or do a trade um, for them to trade him to Boston and for them to get maybe someone back in that return. But that fell through. And, yeah, so, I mean, that at least Chris Paul, who is a class act in the NBA, I believe he's still the – um, president for the Players Association. So he is a very yeah. well-regarded player in the NBA and person. And so a lot of people respect him. And I think with that move, you know, it was very respectable of him to do. Yeah. And, and you know what? As far as the move goes, I really don't blame him because I kind of believe that there is truth to that rumor of Doc Rivers kind of plays a little favoritism with his son. And I think, because he's not the only one to complain. I think uh, who was it? Big Big Baby Davis was on there kind of complaining about it right before Chris Paul left. So you can hear the rumors around that whole relationship, father-son coaching player relationship. And I think, I think really that because of that, in my opinion, I think now that really puts Doc Rivers on the hot seat because I really think we all kind of expected him to be able to take this team to that next level, that championship level. 
and these kind of little moves, especially when he got put in as the GM after the whole Donald Sterling uh, debacle. You know, I, I just I just think that he kind of dropped the ball and he's on the hot seat now. Yeah, and especially with the organization bringing in Jerry West. What are your thoughts on that? I like that. I like that a lot because when you look at it, come on, Jerry West in the front office is, is a magician. I mean, let's look at the teams that he's helped build. The LA Lakers, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Golden State Warriors. In all honesty, those are some of the top teams we've seen in the last 20 years. So I think Jerry West is just one of those rare executives that just instills confidence throughout the organization. And more importantly, I think in ownership. I think whatever owner would have Jerry West in their front office, they're going to listen to him because of the respect that he commands. So I think it's, it's definitely a good thing. And I think he's definitely watching over Doc Rivers' shoulders and – that's why Doc Rivers is on the hot seat, you know. They didn't bring Jerry West in for nothing. <laughs> right. We, we saw this with the Colangelos in the Sixers organization last year. And as they took over and basically fired Sam Hinkie when he gave his re- resignation letter, um, we saw a similar thing happen. So I don't think Doc Rivers is going to get fired per se, but I do see – Jerry West taking on more of the decision-making role and having Doc just be the coach primarily and not really have to focus on the front office work. And I think Jerry West is very well-respected around the league. He's, um, like you said, he, he just he knows his stuff and he is able to make the right moves, especially for organizations that he's been in. So I'm really looking forward to the Clippers' future. I... I like that they were able, again, to get something in return for Chris Paul, and then they could actually move some more of those assets to um, to get another player, like how they did for the Gallinari trade. How do you like yeah. Danilo Gallinari? How do you like Danilo Gallinari on that roster? You know, I I do like it. I really do because when you think about it, you got DJ, you got Blake, and you got Gallinari in the front court. And if you ask me, that's one of the top front courts in the NBA. So I really, honestly, after all the CP3 drama, all the Doc Rivers drama, in the end, I really think the Clippers are just kind of one more player away from, from being back into championship contention. I mean, I know this is kind of a long shot, but let's say Kyrie Irving somehow ended up on the Clippers. I think that would put them in the perfect position. I think that Gallinari trade really, really is going to help because now all you really have to worry about is that backcourt. I think that frontcourt is going to be fine. Yeah, now that you say that, Kyrie on that team would probably be the perfect fit, I would say, because you have Patrick Beverly already, who's more of the defensive-minded player. And if you play both of them at the same time, then that will kind of help because they, they kind of cancel each other out. One will be an offensive threat and the other one will be the defensive minded player on the other side of the floor so that would be a good fit for Kyrie and I don't know if Cleveland would want to deal him there I'm expecting they they would be asking for a lot yeah and overall though I think that that would be a nice place for him um, to to land because that whole situation Cleveland's kind of crazy right now I I don't know where Kyrie is going to end up but, yeah, real quick, where, where do you think Kyrie will end up ideally? 
I mean, it seems like he's got his heart set on the Knicks, and I don't know why. I can't understand that, the way the organization's been ran the last 10 years or so, but it seems like he wants to be his own man and build a team from the ground up, and you know what? More power to him. I think not enough players really take pride in building from the ground up. It's like they all want to just jump into a super team a la, you know, Kevin Durant and LeBron James. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I guess I didn't even think about it from that aspect of him wanting to have his own team because everyone else is joining the super team. So that does, that does make sense, make a lot of sense actually. But yeah, we'll see what happens with the whole Kyrie thing. And for, this upcoming next season for the Clippers, what do you think the expectations are for their record? Do you think they're going to be in the playoffs again? And what round do you think they'll end up getting to? I think they're still a playoff team in the West. And I'd have to say, as far as expectations go, I think they need to stay around the same level. I think they still should expect to try to get to a Western Conference final for the first time. I mean, that should be the goal because that's something the team has never done in their history. And I know that's going to be tough without CP3, I I know. And so maybe you might say, hey, those expectations are are a little bit high. But think about it. That's why Doc Rivers was brought in here. Vinny Del Negro got them to the second round. You know, and remember, what what year was that, man? Uh, 2015, where they beat the Spurs. And then they choked away the 3-1 lead to Houston. I mean, they just haven't been able to get over that hump. And I think that was their window. So, honestly, even with everything, all the trades and losing CP3, I think that still has to be the expectation. I don't think you can lower expectation on this team without blowing it up after. Yeah. You know, and speaking of blowing it up, do you think if they don't meet those results this year that they do look to trade away everybody? I I think it's a coaching change first. I really do. I think it'll be a coaching change. And I think as far as blowing it up, I mean, they just signed Blake long-term. DJ's got, is it one or two more years on his deal? I'm not, that I'm not sure. Yeah. So they still have these, these players and I don't think they're going to completely blow it up. And with a guy like Jerry West, I don't think you need to. I think he's going to be the name that you need to attract free agents. And Steve Ballmer's got deep pockets, right? So there's really no reason. LA is a, is a great place to be for free agents. With West and Ballmer, I don't see the need to completely blow it up. Yeah, I can see that. And I hope that this next season, man, is going to be a return to, to form for everybody. And I hope Blake comes back healthy. I know Danilo Gallinari was in the news just yesterday about breaking his hand. And so, I mean, I hope he's healthy for the start of the season. We'll see how how well his hand heals up. It's always something with these Clippers, I'm telling you. It's it's a curse. (laughs) It's always something. Blake did the same thing a year ago, you know? It's just it's crazy. Exactly. I I don't know what's going through these guys' minds. Their hands are the most (laughs) valuable asset, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, um, I do want to ask you one last question. Who is your all-time favorite Clipper? My all-time favorite Clipper. That's an easy one, man. My all-time favorite Clipper is Loy Vaught. I'm a '90s kid. Grew up in the '90s. Loy Vaught was a 2010 guy. Pretty much for from what '91 to '97, he was like the day in, day out just hardworking, blue-collared player. 
I really respected his game growing up. I, I honestly tried to, to emulate some of the things that he would do in the post growing up playing high school ball. So I, without a doubt, it's Lloyd Vaught. Nice. Uh, I'm actually not too familiar with him. You know, I'm going to have to check out his uh, YouTube highlights <laughs> and see. Yeah, um, and see you should. More about him. Yeah. Uh, the, the player yeah, he... I remember the most. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah, the player I remember the most from the Clippers back in the day when I first started watching was uh, Katina Mobley. And I really oh. liked him. Uh, it's a bummer that he went out the way he did just for, I think it was a heart condition. There was something that kept him out yeah. of the league after uh, that had to make his, had to make his career end um, on a short notice. So I was really bummed when he went out of the NBA, but I have seen him balling in the Drew League. Uh, where, with all the, the oh, gray yeah. hair and everything, so it's, it's fun to watch him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he he shined for for a quick moment there. Him, those are like the Oloa Candy days. Those were those were some good times, though. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Sam Cassell and oh, yeah. uh, Sean Livingston before he got hurt, and yeah, uh, even Corey Maggette, I think, might have played with him during that time. Corey so, Maggette, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he was on that squad. Yeah, so that was yeah. that was a fun fun bunch to watch for the Clippers. Yes, uh, yeah, my days, I go a little bit further back with the Clippers, like the Loy Vaught, Danny Manning. Uh, Ron Harper was on the squad. They had a good backcourt. They had Doc Rivers and Ron Harper, and I think Manning and Charles Smith were the forwards. I think Loy Vaught came out off the bench back then. I mean, they had a pretty good team. They made the playoffs, you know, those years. Nice, nice. So as we wrap up here, Phil, do you want to plug your – Twitter or your podcast or anything, feel free to, to share that with everyone. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you guys want to stay up to date in the NFL and especially the Dallas Cowboys, because, you know, I live about an hour away from the training camp. So I'm going back and forth covering the training camp. Go ahead and hit me up on Twitter. That's at say what you feel. S a Y W H a T C H a P H I L. And just follow me there at Say What You Feel. Great. Thanks so much, Phil, for being on and really happy to have you. Hopefully we can do this again in the future. Sounds good to me, man. Before you go, I wanted to say thank you for listening to the podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could take two more minutes out of your day to go on Apple Podcasts and leave an honest review. As always, if you like this episode, please share it with someone who you think would enjoy listening to a discussion about their favorite NBA team. And if you haven't already, please subscribe in the podcast player of your choice.